See, we all think because we want something that we deserve it. And we don't get it, we get nervous and start wondering if we ever will. But truthfully, God has us on training wheels. And until we prove what we can do, he doesn't let go so we can roll by ourselves. On today's episode of 4AM Motivations, we check in on the homework from last episode. We analyze time management and how to manage your time better in the mornings so that you attack your morning routine and add to our homework as well. Enjoy. Good morning. I am Chris Mazzara and this is 4AM Motivations, a podcast that is completely and totally dedicated to your growth. Now, today, we are going to check in on the homework from last episode where we started to implement the perfect morning routine for you. Now, we designed it. We figured out all the different pieces of what would create and prime the best version of you every day. However, we did not say, start with everything. We did say, start with one thing. And now, For some of us, we chose that one thing, whether it been a 10-minute meditation or reading a couple pages or some exercise, whatever it was for you. Some of us, we, we did choose it and we started and we saw the benefits and we're feeling like we got some momentum. And for those people, hey, guess what? Today we get some next steps of how to start to stack upon that progress and continue and do even better. But then we also know that there's some of us who are still struggling to get that one thing done. That one thing started because if we look back at our time together, we've understood some of the key things of what not to do after we've started to wake up about 15 minutes earlier or 30 minutes earlier. Some of us, maybe it's even an hour now. We've understood what what some of those key things of what not to do in the evenings how to make sure you're setting yourself up for a great morning routine. But there's also a lot of us who need to know what not to do in the mornings. And and we briefly touched on that last episode, but today we're going to go much more in depth on how to best use our time. Because when we say things like time management, it's such a broad spectrum. There's so many different ways to analyze how to best use your time and really all the different conversations we can have on time and and where your time is best allocated on a daily basis either way. But there's one specific topic that we're going to get into today of how to best use your time and what not to do in the mornings. So today's episode, we're going to go through an exercise called the urgency matrix. The urgency matrix. Now this is based upon a, a framework of knowledge that says oftentimes the human brain and the human experience is based upon whatever's most urgent in our lives, whatever feels the most urgent, this thing that is the most pressing, oh, we have to go do this right now. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is the most important thing that we need to do, but for us, it, it just it feels like it's so urgent that we have to get this done first. Now, there's going to be many different examples, but when you think of urgency, What's the first thing that comes to your mind? What's the most urgent part of your day-to-day? Now, for some of us, it might have been that, oh, man, I got to call my mom. It's been too long. Or, man, I got to respond to this email. It's, it's been you know, a couple days since I followed up with that prospect. Whatever it is for you. But urgency, 
if we're not careful, we will allow this thought of urgency to derail our mornings because even though we have this beautiful morning routine set up, we've got every bit of designing the best version of us. We'll wake up and say, oh, I'm sorry. I just don't have time for that. I've got to do this right now. Oh man, I had this beautiful meditation set up, but man, I've got to answer all these emails and not even get to that. That is where we let this idea of urgency derail us. So this concept was inspired by an idea presented by Dwight D. Eisenhower. And yeah, that's Dwight D. Eisenhower, the 34th president of the United States, who was also a five-star general in World War II. Now, I have to imagine he was faced with some true urgency in his lifetime, so he probably understood what it really meant. And in a 1954 speech, he was quoted for saying that he has two kinds of problems, the urgent and the important. The urgent are not important, and the important that are never actually urgent. Now, these words were picked up by Stephen Covey, the author of the especially successful book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Covey sold more than 40 million copies of this book since he first published it in 1989. So, you just may have heard of it. And it was in this book that Covey utilized that concept from Eisenhower to introduce this tool as the Eisenhower Matrix, or as it's often called, and how I'll refer to it as, the Urgency Matrix. Now, there are four different aspects of the Urgency Matrix, and we're going to lean into them right now. So today's a great day to have pen and paper, your phone notes. If you're driving, that's all good. At least start to go through this exercise with us and list these things out because I'm going to give us four different levels of urgency and it's going to be on you to start placing the examples of what goes into each one. Now for number one, this is called the dimension of distraction. When something is considered not urgent and not important. And these are the things that we use to distract ourselves from actually having to focus on the things that we need to do. And let's say, you know, maybe that I sit down to to do my work, but I pull out my phone and I get caught scrolling for about 10 minutes and now I'm not really that motivated to do much. Or, you know what, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to go sit at my desk, but I'm going to watch one episode, just one episode of Breaking Bad. And then I'll get to it. And then next thing you know, we, we know what happens after Breaking Bad. It's the next episode is going to follow after that as well. So the dimension of distraction. What do we do to distract ourselves throughout the day? And more importantly, in the morning. What do we do to distract ourselves, to waste some time, to, to kill time, as we will say? And for many people, this is uh, maybe I scroll, maybe I watch some TV, Maybe I check email. Maybe I go play with my dog. What is it that you're doing to distract yourself? And this might be a common habit that you already have. Now, for me personally, my biggest distraction, being a diehard Miami Dolphins and Miami Heat fan, my biggest distraction are catching up on any updates from any podcast, anything at all that is labeled Miami Heat or Miami Dolphins on YouTube. It is the biggest, most distracting thing that I do to avoid the things I need to do in the morning. I will tell myself 
consistently. Okay, just listen to this, you know, while we wash these dishes real quick or while we organize and then, okay, Chris, you'll feel good to then go start. (laughs) That is just operating under the wrong prioritization. And I know because I have to catch myself on it every day because I really love the Miami Heat and Miami Dolphins. But how about you? Now, number two, the second level is called the dimension of delusion. Now, this one's very, very intriguing. The dimension of delusion is when something is important, but not urgent. Something is important, but not urgent. And now imagine these are the things we do to delude ourselves, to feeling productive, to feeling like we're, we have to do things that feel urgent so that allows us to avoid the meditation or the prayer walk or the gym. We wake up and we tell ourselves, oh, there's no way I can get to that. You know, I have to go respond to all my emails right here, right now. I got to go through all my texts and all my notifications on Instagram, and then I'll have time to get to that. We're deluding ourselves to feeling like something is actually urgent when it actually isn't. Because let's look at what an email is. An, An email is an understanding that, hey, when you get to this response, you'll get to it. It doesn't have to mean as soon as every email comes in, I got to clear it from my inbox right away and respond. It doesn't have to mean that. Now, although it is important, it doesn't mean that it isn't. We should absolutely respond to these emails, respond to your texts, respond to your notifications. But it doesn't mean you have to do so right away. We trick ourselves consistently for falling for this. We delude ourselves with small things. Take me, for example. Here's how I operate. I delude myself to making myself think that I'm still being productive and that this is the right thing to do. You know what? Today, I need to write that proposal for one of my partners. However, my grass is looking really long and my house is a little disorganized. So look, once I go mow the grass, then I will clean the house, organize what I need to. You know what? I'll run to the dry cleaner real quick. And then when I'm done with all that, then I'll have a clear mind and then I can do this. Imagine that. Something that is so important as a business proposal that brings in revenue, that brings in business, that provides for the family. Something that is truly important and is high on my prioritization list. I'm somehow putting all these things, mowing the lawn, organizing the house, the dry cleaner, before it. Does that make sense? Because the lawn can still get cut, maybe after the proposal. I mean, if I don't have time for it after, the day after that, we'll have plenty more time to do it. The dry cleaners are not about to throw out my shirt. (sighs) The house can wait another hour or two. Again, it doesn't mean that those things aren't important. Yes, they are. The dry cleaner will throw my shirt out if I wait too long. I love that shirt. (sighs) But it doesn't mean that I got to put that on the same or even more prioritization list of my business proposal. Now, what are you doing to delude yourself? Maybe it's I need to organize my desk before I actually do work at my desk. That's a big one. Maybe it's, well, let me go walk my dog real quick, even though I just walked him an hour ago, and then I'll sit down and do this. That's a big one for me as well. What are you doing to delude yourself in that morning time? And oftentimes, what we delude ourselves with, we start to rank higher and higher on our prioritization list. 
Now, number three, what happens when we delude ourselves too long or we distract ourselves too long is that we find ourselves in the dimension of demand. And demand is when something is urgent and important. Now, this is the thing where all of a sudden that business proposal, I start giving bad feelings to my partner or the person that we're supposed to write this to and get involved with, they start getting a little antsy because it's taken me so long. And now all of a sudden this business proposal is demanding. It's urgent. I got to get this done right away. Oh, now I'm kind of stressing about it. It's on my mind quite a bit. Let me get this done ASAP because I'm freaking out a bit. What happened? I distracted myself. I deluded myself for so long that now this thing is demanding. It is urgent and it's important and it cannot wait. So why did I ever think that I should put the lawn or the heat and dolphins podcast and the house and the organizing all before this proposal? Because those things would not have become urgent for quite some time. If I waited three weeks, four weeks, five weeks being in South Florida, that lawn would have been crazy. It would have been like a safari jungle. But I had some time. That business proposal didn't. Understand what will place yourself in that place of urgency and demand before you ever think to distract or delude yourself again. Now, what are you allowing to become demanding? Maybe you're younger and in school, or maybe you're older in school, whatever part of life you're in, and you're letting your study, you're letting your tests become demanding. All of a sudden, you're stressing about your tests because you haven't properly allowed yourself to immerse in the study process to ace these tests without ever truly stressing. Or maybe you're somebody that experiences demand on an everyday basis because you wake up, you distract yourself and delude yourself so much in the mornings that you are now in a place of demand just trying to get to work because you're about to be late. And it's your fifth time this month. What are we doing to delude and distract ourselves and what places of life are we finding ourselves in demand? That's what you want to know. Understand what is consistently being urgent and important and in place or in this place of demand and start to understand the source. The source of the problem is what you're doing to avoid that thing. Now, this might go on some very real world relationship aspects. You might be avoiding calling your mom so often that all of a sudden she's sad and now you have to call as soon as possible. That is when something becomes demanding. You weren't looking at your budget whatsoever. You avoided even thinking about the finances and now you find yourself in a little bit of debt. Now you have to pay it off as soon as possible. What are you allowing yourself to find in this place of demand? And now the morning routine. You've been putting off exercise so long, avoiding the eating healthy. What happens? We find ourselves in the place of demand with our health. It's not looking too good for us. We're not feeling too good about our bodies. Our energy is low every day. We're in a place of demand. It's now urgent and important. What are you doing to delude and distract yourself? And what is becoming demanding every day in this morning routine? Understand it. Address it. And then last, the dimension of fulfillment. And this is when something is not urgent. It's never urgent. However, it is very important. And this is the place, my friends, that we want to live in every day. This is when we are doing things proactively so that they never actually become urgent. 
We're not wasting time with all the BS and the nonsense that we do to avoid using our time properly. No, we are using our time on the most important areas of our life so that they never become demanding. Now, living in this place requires somebody to be organized and diligent and understand very well what their reactive ways of being are in this place of distraction and delusion so that they always and forever live more on this place of fulfillment every day. What would it be like to not ever have things become demanding and become urgent and you just lived in a more peaceful place while also being extremely productive and fulfilled every day? Now, in this section, you want to just write down what are these things in your life that you could choose to be more proactive on all the time that would best use your time? This might be focusing on your health or your podcasts or your personal development, your work, managing relationships. What could you do so that you're always living in this place of fulfillment? All my people in marriages and relationships, making sure you're nurturing and stewarding that properly before it ever becomes demanding. What do you need to do to be more fulfilled and the most important areas of your life. Now imagine, my friends, this is the understanding that you want to start to apply every day in life. How to make sure that you are not being reactive in these morning routines. That you're not just falling for the distraction and the delusion and now falling in the demand consistently. No, no, no. We want to be proactive. We want to focus on these things that we came up with last episode or even just this episode in the fulfillment category. What to make sure that we are doing each and every morning that is building us a strong foundation for the rest of our day, our week, our lives. So now that we have a great understanding of how to best use our time and how to really conquer these mornings and what to do and also what to avoid on a much more in-depth basis, well, now the best thing that we can do is add to our morning routine. So my friends, if you have already accomplished doing the one most important thing in the morning, well, now it's time to add the second. It is time to add the second thing that is going to allow you to stack upon building more and more of a strong morning routine. Now, once again, please, for your sake, always respect the process. There is a reason that you are listening to me on this podcast. You've chosen to follow my leadership on this one aspect of life to help you develop a strong morning routine. And the one principle that I'm going to preach to you is a marathon mindset. Be sure that you are not sprinting out of the gate right now. And you're saying two things. Are you kidding me? I can do four. I can do five. I get it. I would probably do the same if I were in your shoes. But trust me, success is a marathon. And by allowing yourself to now expand from one to just two things in the morning and prove to yourself that you can consistently, no matter how you feel, no matter how tired you are, no matter how stressful the day before was, consistently do those two things on each and every day basis to build your foundation of life, then we'll stack upon it and add a few more, but we're not there yet. Choose the second most important thing to stack upon it. 
And now for my people that haven't conquered the first, that are still needing what was in this episode to push them forward, to get out of that place of reaction in the morning, to make sure they stop distracting themselves and deluding themselves to avoiding the one important thing that they needed to do. Your greatest gift you can give yourself today is to stick to that one thing. Prove to yourself, earn your own self-trust. To me, self-respect is one of the greatest feelings that we can ever feel about ourselves. And it comes from doing what we said we were going to do. Because when we do what we said we were going to do, we earn our own trust. When we earn our own trust, we get more and more confident. We start to understand how much more potential we have, all the more aspects of life that we can conquer. Earn your trust today by committing to that one thing, getting consistent with it, and then stacking upon it for that second. It's a marathon, my friends. Just because somebody else may have sprinted out of the gates and got that first one up and now they're on number two, doesn't mean that you can't catch them in this race. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You'll get there. Run your race. Stay in your lane. The homework is clear. Add to that morning routine or strengthen what you already committed to. We'll jump back in next time, friends. This is Chris Mazzara at 4AM Motivations. Hey everyone, this is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4AM Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.